0: If you can't think for yourself, if you can't make the money, if you're starting to go broke, if you're losing your health, you're fat, you're out of shape, you're sick, your body aches, you have no energy, you're foggy headed, that's exactly what the opposition wants. Welcome to the Bedros Cooley and Show. Lorenzo and a Benzo. I was banging with a gang of instrumental. Hey friends, welcome to the Bedros cooling show. My name is Bedros Koulian, your handsome and debonair host. And I want to talk to you about something that's been weighing heavily on my heart. And that is that absolute power is absolutely corrupt. And I'll really dive into what I'm talking about here in just a moment. But before I do, I want to thank every single one of you on the iTunes platform and on YouTube and Spotify because you guys are out of control, man. I'm telling you, you guys are sharing this content, you guys are leaving reviews, you guys are subscribing on YouTube, and by the way, we now are hitting a trend where we're averaging 2,000 to 3,000 new subscribers on YouTube, so thank you all for that, and uh, our stats show that only seven of the, the, all the viewers that we have, 71% of you are not subscribed. So if I'm adding any value to your life with these, with these episodes of the Bedros Koolian show, I ask that you do one thing and that is to subscribe so that you can constantly get the information that I'm putting out because I only put this information out so that I can empower you in your journey as a man and self-mastery and making money and becoming the ultimate 2.0 version of yourself, right? And so if you're watching this, then go ahead and subscribe because 71% of you are not even subscribed. So with that said, thank you all for watching. And those of you on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and all the different you know, podcast platforms, holy hell, man, um, you guys are blowing it up. So thank you for sharing for the reviews. I cannot show my gratitude enough. But with that said, Something's been weighing on me, man. You look at what's happening in the world today, uh, everything from the Chinese spy balloon to uh, that that trail derailment in in Ohio. Um, You look at what's going on in politics. You look about the suppression that Elon Musk proved that was happening on Twitter. Once he bought Twitter, he proved that there was actual information being suppressed on the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, scandal and you kind of start wondering like, what is happening? Is there somebody, is there something trying to oppress me, trying to tell me how to think, maybe trying to tell me how to uh, live my life maybe trying to control my income, right? You begin to wonder. And I can tell you this from firsthand experience, man, that absolute power is absolutely corrupt because I come from the Soviet Union. I escaped Armenia as a kid. I was six years old and my dad was a member of the Communist Party, man. I remember specifically three months before we made our big escape, we, uh, it was, uh, I know know it was nighttime because the sun wasn't out anymore, but I don't know how, late into the night it was, but there was a knock on our door in Armenia and two KGB agents came into our home and they started to question my dad on his intent about leaving. Like, do you plan on leaving? Do you plan on escaping? Do you plan on taking your family? Um, is there something that, that that you have, you've been planning this for some time? And my dad denied it all. See, my dad was a member of the Communist Party, but not by choice. Many of you might think that, well, if you're a member of the Communist Party, um, how is that not by choice? You know, technically, they asked him, hey, would you like to be a member of the Communist Party back in the 70s? And he said yes, because if you say no, you end up getting shipped off to Siberia. And so with that said, my dad, was in a position where he had to deny everything to these two KGB agents. And I remember me, my brother, my mom, my sister, where they lined us up in our hallway in the small little apartment that we lived in Armenia. They lined us up along the wall and these two guys were searching the entire apartment for any kind of evidence that they could find that we are trying to escape the Soviet Union, right? Now, my dad was really good. He always made sure to hide any kind of evidence, whether it's documents or or passports or whatever. So there was zero evidence. And in fact, great story to share with you. Um, My dad, you know, he speaks five languages, right? Armenian, Turkish, Russian, English, and Arabic. And so in Russian, he asked these guys, he said, look, you came all this way to inspect my house. It's late at night. I certainly wouldn't want you guys to leave without maybe um, sharing some vodka together, right? If you know anything about the Russian culture, uh, vodka is a very uh, key component of men getting together and drinking right? It'd be the equivalent of when we Americans go to the bar and belly up and, you know, drink a beer together, right? That's what they do in Russia with vodka. And so my dad pulls out a bottle of vodka, puts it on the kitchen table. And my dad and these two KGB guys sit at that table and they brush off that entire bottle of vodka. And then my dad sends them off. And of course, uh, a couple months later, I think two or three months later, we escaped. We escaped, but the reason we escaped the Soviet Union is because the Soviet Union at that time, and probably even now, uh, had absolute power. And when any organization has absolute power, there's an absolute corruption that's gonna happen because we as humans are not designed to have that much power in our hands. Um, Listen, I don't know if the body has greed glands, but I always call it the greed glands, like humans have greed glands. and. If you start gaining and you start acquiring and you start possessing a lot of stuff, your satisfaction is not cessated you're not like oh hey now I feel good that I have nine homes and two private jets and and all these cars and all this lifestyle you actually begin to want more the greed glands begin to secrete more and make no mistake about it man I'm a free market capitalist I am all about being jacked and making a lot of money and doing a lot of good with it but I'm also humbly aware that if I don't manage my greed glands that I can began to go tunnel vision on just acquiring and amassing shit and neglecting my family, my life, my friends, and really justifying why me acquiring all this shit is good. And when you're acquiring so much shit, like right now, if you've never heard of cobalt, let me tell you what cobalt is. If you have a, any kind of phone, electric car, uh, Samsung TV, any kind of TV, I'm just using Samsung as an example, but any kind of TV, it's this, it's this material that gets mined. Um, and, and a lot of people think there's a such thing as clean cobalt. Well, all these batteries, right? Anything that requires a rechargeable battery, like your electric vehicles, even Tesla, and I love Elon, requires cobalt. And cobalt, they say that there's a clean cobalt initiative that's taking place. Well, there was a Joe Rogan episode that I watched and then I went on and did my own research to come and find out that there really is no cobalt mine that is being mined by machines. In fact, most are being mined by individuals in subpar human conditions, right? And that's because the absolute amount of money that is being paid for cobalt is so extreme that these mines in these third world countries are being exploited. There's literally 15, 20,000 humans inside of a big giant bowl in the ground with pickaxes, just chipping away for a dollar a day in just unimaginable living conditions. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Because it's a byproduct of absolute power. And the corruption has led to a point of them telling all these electric vehicle companies and iPhones and Apple and and Android and all these, you know, manufacturers that, hey, we, we have this, you know, regulated way of manufacturing cobalt and we have a way of really getting clean cobalt and we don't use slave labor, et cetera. But this dude on the Joe Rogan show went and found those mines and took the videos and brought it back. Now, I'm not saying that you know you should go dump your electric vehicle or your iPhone or whatever. Hell, I've got an iPhone sitting right there next to me. But what I am telling you is that absolute power, more often than not, is absolutely corrupt. And so this is why we must be able to humbly check ourselves and not allow our greed glands to secrete. And so where am I going with this, you might be asking. Well, I'll tell you where I'm going. I'm talking about our current government. I'm talking about mainstream media. I'm talking about big pharma. And I'm talking about the medical industry. And I'm talking about, collectively, to me, they are known as the opposition, right? And what they want is they want you as a man to fail. And I'm gonna tell you why. And man, I'm speaking specifically to you because if you do anything to empower yourself, You are a threat to the modern day opposition. And again, the opposition being big government, mainstream media, which is the mouth and the voice of big government, big pharma, the medical industry, social media platforms, right? And I realize the social media platforms that I'm on, that I'm using, that you're watching or listening to me on. But the reality is that they do not want you to succeed as a man. So what does success as a man look like? Well, they don't want you to have free thought, they don't want you to have all absolute health, they don't, want you to have, they don't want you to have confidence, they certainly don't want you to have financial freedom and sovereignty, they don't want you to be able to think freely for yourself, and why is that? Because you cannot control a man who is financially sovereign, mentally tough, emotionally disciplined, personally confident, physically strong, and a free thinker. You understand that, right? And so I made this list here of like all the things that you ought to consider doing if you want to be able to stand up against the opposition. Because let's, let's be honest, all of us, every single one of us can tell that something is not right. <laughs> you could smell it, right? You can smell it. Since 2020, since the pandemic, something is not right. It's almost like this, there's this acceleration of dumbing down people. There's this acceleration of making people docile and dependent and weak and sick and fearful and doubtful and uncertain. Why is that? Because if I want to go to any country and I'm gonna bring my own military to take o- to try and take over that country, the number one threat to me are not the children of that country. The number one threat to me are not the elderly of that country. The number one threat to me are not the women Of that country. The number one threat to me and my army, if I want to come into a new country and take over, are the capable men who are strong, able bodied, and of that age group of 20s, 30s, and 40s who can really stand up to my force of opposition. And so, if I were going to go into that country, what would I do? I may want to demoralize them, I may want to spend several years, demoralizing them, putting them into debt, making them docile, calling them toxic, making sure that they, that they depart from masculinity, that they do not embrace their role as protectors and providers and as savages and as servants, but instead become meek and weak and docile and dependent, sick and fat, addicted, not only to alcohol, drugs, gambling, vaping, marijuana, social media, but gaming. And if I could weaken the men who are gonna be a formidable opponent to me in this attempt to take over this country, I will have stacked the odds in my favor, wouldn't I? And I do believe that is what's happening. Now you might say that I'm overreacting, but I want to let you know that I come from a country where I've seen in my, with my own eyes and I've heard from my dad's stories of what an oppressive socialist country does to its free thinkers. Like they get banished to Siberia, they get put in prison for life, never to be seen again, right? And so I'm asking you, are you willing to be the force that might need to stand up against the opposition when the time comes now don't get me mistaken i'm not saying that you ought to go grab your arms and weapons and stand up against the government or the opposition that way what i'm saying is the biggest threat to the opposition right now is men who know how to think for themselves is is women who know how to think for themselves who know how to ask questions, show skepticism, do the research, come up with information, and come to their own conclusion. That is a free thinker. See, if you are not a person who can think for yourself, then the opposition will use social media, mainstream media, television media, movies, to begin to teach you how to think, to tell you what is toxic, to tell you what is not tolerable, to tell you that you're racist, to tell you that you are privileged, to tell you that you should hate a certain type and that not all speech should be free and some speech should be censored. And if you begin to buy into that, you are actively a participant in the erosion of our constitution. The single biggest thing holding this country free is the constitution that it was born out of. That is the single biggest thing holding this country free. And your First Amendment, your freedom of speech is your First Amendment so that you can articulate your thoughts and feelings. But if you are not taught to think, And instead you become the type of person that is told to think by social media algorithms, by big government, by pharma scaring you into telling you that the next virus is on its way and that it's mutating and the only thing that can help you is the next vaccine. And if you just keep taking those boosters, then you'll be okay. And I realize I am literally risking getting canceled here, right? Probably getting deplatformed. But I'm also, I feel obligated. I feel a sense of duty as someone that came from an oppressive country to a country that is free and that is slowly losing its freedom to wake up the men who are going to be the biggest opposition to big government, big pharma, big mainstream media that are trying to suppress your freedoms your ability to function in, in, in peacefully in terms of with peace of mind, with confidence, without fear. And so what else? Well, think about this, financial freedom. In, in, in the last decade, we've never had this level of debt that this country has had. And by the way, when a country has debt, that means its citizens are all in massive debt. We are in so much debt right now that we got used to, you got used to, looking at big government to give you a handout. And when they gave you that handout, you went and bought shit with it instead of learning to use that money to create more wealth. Understanding how financial literacy works would have helped but instead you got that money, whether it's a PPP loan or whether it was that the bailout loan, your $1,200 check that showed up in the mail, you're like, it's free money, I'm gonna use it. But to do what? And so then they put you in a position to blow through that money and then they create inflation by jacking up the price of gas, of food, of transportation, of housing, of clothes, of water, of natural gas, of electricity, and they are literally draining your bank account faster than you can fill it. You may not know this, but typical cost of living year over year is about one and a half to two and a half percent increase, right? Normal inflation. We were toying around here the last couple of years with inflation rates of eight, nine, 10, 11%. When was the last time that you got a eight, nine, 10, 11% increase year over year in your check, in your payroll? You didn't. And that means you might be making more money today, but you are spending even more than you're making just to sustain the same level of living, if not a lower standard of living. So if I were the opposition, what else would I want to do? I, want to, I would wanna make sure that men are not free thinkers. I would wanna make sure that I take away their financial literacy and their financial independence. And then I would wanna start negatively impacting your health because a man who takes control over his health is a man who is able to then step in the gap when you need to bear your arms, when you need to hold the line, right? But well before that, you could use your brain to begin to vote for the right people and not constantly be emotionally sold on orange man bad. Not that the orange man was any better than Biden, but I can tell you this, no goddamn Chinese spy balloon would ever be floating over the United States if orange man was in the office because that motherfucker is just crazy enough to launch an all out war on China. And if you think that that's a bad thing, make no mistake about it, that the reason we have peace is because we have men in power who are willing to go to war on our behalf. And if we can no longer show a force to enemy countries, then we become the type of country that can be occupied first with a balloon that has a satellite floating on it, next with actual invasions. So I'm here to tell you if you can't think for yourself, if you can't make the money, if you're starting to go broke, if you're losing your health, you're fat, you're out of shape, you're sick, your body aches, you have no energy, you're foggy headed, that's exactly what the opposition wants. And then if you can't maintain a positive mental attitude like my homie Bobby Castro says, PMA, positive mental attitude, instead you start living in fear, in doubt, in uncertainty and so you cower You don't want to exercise your voice because you don't want to seem like you're a bad person because you've been told everything you say is bad. You don't know which fucking gay flag you should respect. There's 19 different gay and lesbian and transsexual and transgender and transfluid flags. You don't know which one to respect. That's the level of fear they want you to live in. And God forbid if you say something and someone labels you as racist, as homophobic, And there was a time when I was growing up that we would fucking have a great time playing with kids of all colors, all shapes, and there was no racism. And God knows we picked on each other for everything, man. From my funky foreigner bowl haircut to my giant Armenian nose to my friend Dwayne, my first friend in America was black, Dwayne. And the fact that he was African black I had never seen a black kid before. I was asking them all types of questions. Today, that would be considered racist. And that's the problem with this world is you have gotten so sensitive that you are not willing to share your thoughts, what's in your mind, what's in your heart, the right thing that you know you need to do because you think other people will take care of it and we will not lose our country, all while they are slowly eroding your rights and your liberties and your freedoms because you choose not to exercise your voice. And if you continue to live in fear and doubt and uncertainty, then they will continue to suppress you But the moment that you start taking control and develop a positive mental attitude, you develop emotional discipline, you create a tribe or you join a tribe or network of like-minded men who are driven. Like people go, why do you run the project, Pedro? Well, I run the project because I help men find other like-minded men who are driven by purpose, by passion, by a desire to, to make more money, by a desire to begin to become savage servants to fulfill their their needs that they feel within, to know that that's not wrong, man. It is not wrong to wanna be a protector. It is not wrong to want to be a masculine man. It is not wrong to wanna own shit. It is not wrong to open a door for a woman. It is not wrong to see something going wrong and so go, hey, stop that, stop that. To be the person to stop evil, it is not wrong. But you're like, I don't wanna say nothing. What if someone pulls out an iPhone and videotapes me trying to help this scenario and they take things out of context? Is that what you're worried about? So you're gonna let someone get mugged? You're gonna let someone get carjacked? You fuck? Fellas, I'm telling you right now, if I were to take my army and go invade another country, I'm not worried about the women, the children, or the elderly. The only thing I'm gonna be worried about are the men, the able-bodied, confident, capable men coming together and standing up against me In opposition and so this is what's been happening it's been happening for decades and since 2020 it has accelerated by at least 10x and they are making men weak docile dependent insecure fearful sick and you are beginning to buy into it I know in your heart I know in your head, you're like, Bedros, I agree with you. My challenge to you, fellas, is to then voice your thoughts, to become a free thinker, be financially free, take control of your health, get rid of that fat gut and those gelatinous titties that I can milk, right? Put yourself in a position where you no longer operate out of a place of fear or doubt or insecurity, and instead you have financial and, and mental freedom, you carry this positive mental attitude about yourself, join a tribe of like-minded men. I don't care if it's the project or, or any other, but find a tribe of men. Hell, go to your local CrossFit, go to your local gym and find some strong men who you can relate to, who share the same core values. I know you've got core values. The problem is you're afraid to use your voice. And each time you don't use your voice, you allow the opposition to gain another inch and we lose another inch of our freedoms. Remember, I started off by telling you that First Amendment is your freedom of speech, and it is only backed by the Second Amendment. Your First Amendment, which is your freedom of speech, is backed by and guaranteed by the Second Amendment. And I see states all across the country slowly taking away your rights to bear arms. Why are they doing that? Oh, because it's all the mass shootings, Pedro's. There were less gun laws 20 years ago, and far less shootings. Do you think that we have a mental health issue? Because when you begin to declaw and defame men, do you think that those men begin to start feeling a certain way? They feel that they can't express their masculinity? They feel that they can't express what is in their head and heart because they will be labeled as toxic, canceled as male chauvinists, and therefore they begin to isolate themselves and insulate themselves and get drugged up and drink and escape from their realities only long enough until they finally at some point they fucking snap and then go on a shooting spree. Mental health issues is the problem, not a second amendment issue. And I'm telling you, if you can't join a tribe of like-minded men to speak freely, I'm blessed that I've got a lot of dudes around me who are like-minded, but I actively sought them out. I created businesses that would attract these types of men. And when I didn't have businesses, I went to events where these men were and I connected myself to them, I networked with them because we shared a commonality in values, in character, in discipline, in personal standards. And all of a sudden, I started to feel like I can have a voice, that I can share my opinion because it's not just me, that I know hundreds of men who are just like me and they're good men They're good fathers. They're great husbands. They are committed to serving their community. They have great companies and businesses that serve humanity. And I go, I want to be just like them. So I'm asking you, what are you going to do to stop them? Because they want you to fail. They want to take away your ability to think for yourself. They want to take away your financial freedom. They want to take away your health. They want you to not have a positive mental attitude, live in fear and doubt and uncertainty. They want you to not be connected to a tribe. They want you to be a lone ranger. They want you to be the lone wolf. Guess what? We're meant to be a community. We're meant to be tribal. They don't want you to be disciplined and organized. They don't want you to have the ability to communicate and articulate a message because if you did, you would be a threat to them. Do you understand that? Because you just might build a social media platform. You just might create a podcast like this. You just might end up building an audience and you just might end up changing the tides of how the opposition wants this country to end up, which is in the hands of evil. I'm convinced that China is the core of the opposition and they are controlling because we're in such massive debt to China. This is why you should never be in debt to anyone because if you're in debt to anyone, they begin to tell you what to do and how to think. I told you long ago on episode one, by the way, all of you should go back and listen to episode number one, rules of the game. I told you guys this, in episode one, it's popped off, it's still going strong. Rules of the game is gonna teach you the rules of the game of life that you need to know so that you are not controlled by the opposition, man. And so if you don't have discipline, if you don't have emotional discipline, if you don't have high standards and confidence for yourself, then what's left? You become a shell of a man. You become become that guy that goes with the flow. Could you imagine that? Imagine how many Jews would still be alive if all those people who knew that what Hitler was doing in Germany during World War II, they knew it, they felt it. There's books and biographies written about these people. They knew what was happening was wrong, but everyone felt like I don't want to be the nail to stand up because I might get hammered. I don't want to be the nail to stand out. I might get hammered. What if you got hammered? I don't know about you, but I can tell you when they take steel out of fire and they start hammering it, it gets stronger. I've been hammered my whole fucking life. I was hammered when I was molested by two older boys in Armenia for for two years straight. I was hammered when I had to fucking fight off gangs in Santa Ana when we came to the United States. I was hammered when I was fucking getting chased by the cops for fucking being a dumbass for for carjackings and and, and home invasion robberies. I was constantly hammered in life. And once I started meeting mentors who saw value in me, who instilled core values in me, who decided to pour into me and, 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 and allowed me to build my character. My fucking life hockey stick, man and I want the same for you. But you can't just listen to this podcast or watch it on YouTube and then think that you're now motivated and then in the next two hours lose that motivation and then do nothing. If you want to change the world, if you wanna stop them from taking over, if you wanna stop them from stripping away our rights, if you wanna stop them from taking away your freedom. And if you're a dad and you have kids, imagine, imagine how much freedoms are gonna be taken away from your kids. Imagine how your kids are gonna be used as fucking human pincushions by big pharma. And you're okay with that? Just like all those people in Germany who knew what Hitler was doing by taking the Jews to the concentration camps and gassing them and killing them because they didn't wanna just stand out. They were afraid of exercising their voice. Here's your chance again, and we've all heard this, history repeats itself, doesn't it? And history right now is repeating itself, my friends. And if you're not gonna be that guy who is gonna stand the line, then you will always have a life of regret because you'll wonder if I just stood the line, if I exercised my voice, if I shared my opinion, if I could articulate a message, if I could start a podcast, a platform, what, do you think it's gonna be me and others like me that's gonna change the world? Every single one of us together have to change the world. If you truly want to change the world, start by changing one individual. Like that's how the world changes. What do you think, oh, well, gosh, if we just got a great president, let's get The Rock in, let's get Jocko Willink in as president and then they'll change everything. They can't, you know why they can't? There's way too much bureaucracy. There's way too much shit. You and I have a greater chance. Like I've got the greatest amount of influence in changing the minds and hearts of the three dudes that are in this room with me right now. So I have to live a role model life. I have to be an example to them. I have to pull them aside and have the conversations that I feel that they need to hear. And if I don't do that, then I allow the opposition to continue to take control. And so if you are truly on board with this mission, and I'm asking you right now, fellas, start changing the lives of one man and another man and another man by living a role model life. Create financial freedom for yourself. Become a free thinker. Take control of your health. Have a positive mental attitude. Start creating your local tribe of like-minded dudes. Become emotionally disciplined. Set higher standards. Don't fucking marry a crazy chick and then say like, I married crazy and I have woman problems. You fucking chose her. Don't settle for this shitty job that you have. Like work your way up, become a leader in that company. Consider becoming an entrepreneur. Start a second income stream, a third income stream. God knows that if you can solve a problem, people will exchange their money to solve that problem. Figure out what problem you can solve. The internet has made the American dream easier to reach in terms of financial freedom. The internet has allowed the American dream to be within grasp of anybody because you, you, you can build an audience, you can build a cheap website, you can offer a service, you can use Stripe or PayPal or whatever Venmo to take money and you can add value, put people in the Facebook group, use Zoom for free. Like look at all the different platforms that are there. But you're so fucking addicted. You're so sick. You're so fat. You're so fucking committed to those video games because those dopamine hits that you're getting that are so cheap. Go into the gym and get the dopamine hits from working out. Walk from sundown to sunup like I do once a year so that you can fucking see what true suffering is because suffering will introduce a man to his highest self. And when you do that, You begin to build such high levels of confidence and you become so congruent with the man that you want to be, the man that you love, respect and admire that you're like, motherfucker, I'm going to go and exercise my voice. I'm going to start changing the people around me. And if you are that convicted, if you are that passionate, you ain't even got to do a goddamn thing because, As a role model, people will be naturally attracted to you and they will wanna know what you're doing and they will begin to adopt and model what you're doing so they can be more like you. Or you can stay fat, docile, sick, broke, weak, pasty, gelatinous, addicted, just be average. I'm gonna tell you this, the average man inspires no one. So guys, I wanna thank you for watching and listening to this episode of the Bedros Koulian Show. Please know that average is the enemy, success is your responsibility, and change can take place in an instant when you decide to flip the switch. What's the difference between me and you? Me and you, me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals.